0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, everybody out there, it's Positively Wrestling. I am, of course, Tim Kennard. And joining me, as always, is the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, the Hogan leg drop to my savage elbow, Steven Davidson. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm all right. I, I tell you
1: this. I'm hoping we have some Saudi listeners today. Because if so, they definitely think this is awesome.
0: True. That is very, very true. Uh, we're gonna talk more about that, of course. Um, At the time of recording this, just a few short hours ago, we had Crown Jewel 2021. We'll be talking all about that coming up. Let's get into the show uh, like we normally do, though. Let's start off with uh, not our final three count ever, but the final one before we switch our content and our focus with our format going into Positively Wrestling Evolved next week one week from the air date of this episode so one week from today friday oh i'm excited, excited i am too about the switch and the change i thing. am too Great. we got
1: lots of cool stuff coming up over the next week to talk about I'm, i almost just want to talk about that i but know we got,
0: yeah but we've got we, we do have uh we got a lot of not a lot well we could stretch it but we got plenty to talk about plenty we to seem about. to uh we <laughs> always <laughs> seem to stretch it out we seem like to things. stretch it yeah um but also bonus episode coming up as we that's lead right. into Positively Wrestling Evolved and we're talking about Evolution uh, we're going to do a retro review of the first ever WWE all women's pay-per-view uh, and uh, that's going to be dropping on Tuesday of next week so definitely tune back in for that it was a fun show a 26th, is that what that is? 26th? yes, yeah, so the 26th, 26th yeah. um, but yeah, so big things popping, little things stopping. Positively wrestling Evolved coming at you. Can't wait. Uh, but let's. Uh, get I, I was.
1: I was at Evolution. I was in the third row, so lots of first-hand experience to talk yes. about for this show. Yes. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, uh, and my favorite live wrestling event I've ever attended, Evolution.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be a real fun listen. Please tune back in for that. We would really appreciate it, and spread the word. We hope that you're sticking with us through this format change. We hope that you're growing with us. If you're new listeners, Um, we're going to be watching stuff we've never watched before for this show. Yes.
1: Um, We're growing as wrestling fans for this show and we would love it if you came along with us.
0: Yes, most definitely. Uh, But let's jump into our three count for this week. And this one was a, a nice straightforward one, but a fun one talking about our three favorite finishers and by whom uh, in the world of wrestling. This was your challenge, of course, to me. Uh, And I I, I had a lot of fun with this one. I liked it a lot. Let's just jump right in. I guess I'm going to go with my number three, and it is Chris Jericho and the Lion Tamer slash Walls of Jericho, the one, the high angle one.
1: Yeah, that no. really the Lion Tamer. I think Walls of Jericho was more the Boston Crab, eventually. Yeah. I don't know that it was intended to be that at first, but that's kind of what it ended up being.
0: Yes, but when it was the Lion Tamer specifically with the, the high angle and the knee almost on the back of their necks, oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what a great, great submission. I love that move.
1: Yeah, it looked like it hurt a lot. Yes. It I love- probably did. They just are tougher than I am, and they can take it.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I love doing that one like on uh, No Mercy. Oh, I thought you were going to say
1: like, oh, I love doing that one. Like on my, my little cousins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't know what you were going to say. No, no. I
0: meant, I meant in the video game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my God. I'm ruthless. <laughs> I'm going to break your balls down.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah. He- <laughs> But that's my number three. (laughs) Speaking of breaking down, we are right here on the show, right off the top. (laughs) Here we are. Yeah. All right.
1: So my number three, also a submission hold, a current submission hold. Got to go with the boss, Sasha Banks and the Banks Statement. It's a version of a crossface, but she just arches back so far. It looks incredibly painful. Um, There's really very difficult. To break, you can't really use your hands too much to do it. You have to at least use one hand to to hold yourself up. Otherwise, she snaps you in half. You have you have to relieve pressure on yourself somehow in that hold, and you've got to use at least one hand one hand to do it. So um, it just every time she puts it on, it just it, I, I feel for the person who who is on the receiving end of that hold. It's the best crossface I've seen, um, including. Chris Benoit, mm. Sasha
0: takes the cake. That is high praise. High praise. I and I especially love uh, the bat, back, the backstabber link, link going into it. Mm-hmm. That just when she yeah. would do that and kind of just flip over him and right, oh, it just yeah. looks so brutal, so yeah. brutal. Yeah, I c- cannot argue with that number three at all. Uh, right, number two. I need you to do something for me, Steve. Oh. I need you to give me a hell yeah! Oh, hell yeah! It's the Stone Cold Stunner. How could it not be in my list? Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be number one. So I Oh, no, no. Big okay. surprise. Big surprise. Okay. Um, But yeah, no, the Stone Cold Stunner, one of my absolute favorite finishing moves. Uh, And no offense to Kevin Owens, who I love, and I don't mind him doing the stunner, but, I mean, Austin. Nobody does it like Austin. Oh, of course not. Not even the guys who did it before him. Looking at you, no. Johnny Ace. <laughs> yeah, Ace Crusher. The Ace Crusher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the Stone Cold Stunner, the kick to the gut, uh, and then just the, the hook. He can do it to anybody, so it's a great versatile move as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just fits so much with him because he would hit it, and then the middle fingers would come flying, he'd get down on their face and then go for the pin. Uh, it just fit Austin so well. He turned it into more than a wrestling move. He it became part of his whole cultural
1: phenomenon, really. Yeah. So he he took it and it it the Stone Cold Stunner transcended wrestling. Yes. P- yes. People who don't know wrestling probably know what the Stone Cold Stunner is.
0: Yes. I mean, because I mean people were like there were NFL uh players in celebrations in the end zone that would give other people, you know, fake stunners because they were yeah, totally know, imitating Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So great. Football players. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, my number two does not expose the business because um, if you were to put it on someone, it would really hurt them. In fact, if I was in some sort of fight or something and wanted to keep someone down, this is what I would use. If I could, because if you stun them long enough, it's pretty fast and easy to get on. It's pretty difficult to get out of. And I loved it. Loved it when Dean Malenko did it the Texas Cloverleaf is my number two from Dean Malenko specifically. Others can't quite seem to apply it the way he did, the way he hooked the foot behind the arm. yeah, um, And just, he had all the leverage in the world and snapping them into, not literally, but bending them into to where it looked like they were going to snap into. And so fast, you put it on so fast and it's not that complicated either. So it's fast yeah. and it's pretty simple if you just look at what he's doing. And, um, really in reality, unless the other person was just about a hundred pounds bigger than you, they wouldn't have the leverage to get out of it. Even if they pushed up with their hands, tried to do a push um, you just apply a little more pressure. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing they can do. So if I was a wrestler, I'd be using the Texas cloverleaf as a finish. That's what I would do.
0: And so it's my number two. Uh, and I love the Texas cloverleaf as well. It's one of my favorite submission holds. Uh, and yeah, Dean just did it better than anybody, yeah, hands down. Yeah, love that choice at number two. All right, the big mystery—if not the stunner—what's my number one? Okay, to be fair, it's a little bit of a cheat because it's not just one wrestler; it's a tag the team roll up. finisher. Oh. And it's the Dudley Boys in the 3D. Oh, that's a finisher. It doesn't yeah. have to just be one wrestler. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But that is by far just the spectacle, uh, just how it looked. It was just so exciting. Get you amped up when you see it. They could seemingly kind of hit it out of nowhere. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, Except, you know, usually
1: not, because the crowd would know it was coming and start chanting 3D, 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 3D. (laughs)
0: Uh, But, you know, they do it through tables. I mean, it's just great. I love the 3D. I just absolutely love the 3D. And Dudley's probably my favorite tag team of all time. Oh, wow. Okay. Probably my favorite tag team of all time. All right. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can definitely see that. Yeah. And, And again, they they made that move synonymous with their whole gimmick and their whole character. Yeah. Um, People wanted to see that move when the Dudleys were out there. Yeah. And just like with Austin, they wanted to see the stunner. And with the Dudleys, they wanted to see the 3D. So yeah, good call. Good call. All right. So for me, my number one, we've talked about this move before. Simple, effective. And the letters, they stand for The end. Jake the Snake Roberts and his DDT. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. When asked what the DDT
1: stands for, he just said, the end. (laughs) And it did. One person, at least in WWF, I didn't see every WCW match he had, but in WWF, one person kicked out of the DDT through his whole run. And that was The Undertaker at WrestleMania 8. Mm
2: -hmm. Nobody
1: else ever kicked out of the DDT in the WWF when Jake did it. And it just looks like he he smashes your head and that's it. You're not getting up ever, maybe. Yeah. It, it, uh-huh. It's 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 a it's like a concussion, basically. <laughs> it's a fourth concussion, is what it looked like. And you know, of course, he just told them how to sell it, told them how to bump, mm-hmm. and it was safe, to my knowledge. He never hurt anybody with it, except maybe the he he did hurt Steamboat when he DDT'd him on the concrete. That one hurt him. Um, but other than that. Well, I guess one guy and, you know, maybe one of the greatest of all time, but other than that, other than that, <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, yeah, come on, the DDT and people oversell the DDT. Yes. Way oversell it. The, the more you sell it, the less real it looks. And Jake <laughs> calmed everybody down and made sure that they sold it in the way that made it look the most realistic and the most painful. Jake the Snake, DDT, my favorite finisher.
0: Yes. And I mean, and I'd love, and it, it definitely, I wrestled with that possibly being on my list because I mean, it is Jake's DDT just stands above the rest. But also, it goes to, especially looking back at how protected they kept finishers. Yes. For wrestlers and something that is not done today. Right. Unless your name is Kenny Omega. He's yeah. one of the only last standing ones that has a finisher that. I think has been kicked out of by one person ever. Yeah. And that was like uh, Okada in New mm-hmm. Japan mm-hmm. Uh, with the One-Winged Angel. And see, the One-Winged Angel, I don't even like it because the person has to cooperate
1: with you. Right. You wouldn't be able to reach up and grab them and make them bend over unless they were
0: willing to do it. Yeah. So, eh, yeah. So, yeah, and I, I get that. Why you don't like it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I do love that it has been protected. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I wish it's they would do that more.
1: More. <laughs> it's a little better now than it was, say, five years ago. Right. Um. Right. But it's still not as good as it should be. I I, I I'm with you, and I think matches. I may mention this. May have said this on the show before. Matches should be about if you're going to be. You know, trying to create drama in, in near falls or something like that, it should be more about avoiding the finisher rather than taking it and wondering if they're going to kick out. If they take the finisher, you shouldn't be wondering if they're going to kick out. If they take it, you should be like, oh man, they got it's the finisher, over. it's over. Yeah. That way when they do kick out, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. And the rare occasions, and they should be rare. Um, now, submissions are a little different. Right, right. But if we're talking finishers high, that lead to a
0: pin like a high impact move uh-huh uh leading to a pin yeah and like and as, as it relates back to jake um with the list is like you mentioned you know, undertaker one of the only people to ever kick out
1: and the only what one i know
0: of and what a rub for the right. undertaker to be the one to kick out of that and just help build his character yeah because he's able to do that just like Flash forward, when we get to full gear... I thought you were going to say Flash Funk. Flash fun, yes. <laughs> flash, you are so funky. No, uh, he kicked flash- out of the DDT? Yes, he did. You didn't know that? He wrestled Jake like a thousand times. <laughs> um, no, but uh, when we get to full gear, I think we're going to see Hangman Page be the first on American soil mm-hmm. to kick out of the one-winged angel. Mm -hmm. on his way to becoming the new aew world champ Mm -hmm. because i think a it'll just put that much more of a rub onto adam page Mm -hmm. conquering kenny omega and kind of solidify him in that main event status kind of thing i think that'll really kind of help put him over Yeah. yeah but uh but yeah that's another discussion for another day, Yes, but yeah, and, an, uh, and another podcast, <laughs> and another podcast because <laughs> it won't be us, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
0: but yeah, that's our that's our three count, our last three count of the regular format show. Yeah, uh, last one for a little while, at least. Hope you enjoyed it. We yeah. we definitely enjoyed it. I mean, um, we've, we definitely had a few people write and say they love the three count. Yep. Um, so, like I say, it's not completely going away. We're just going to be switching segments up from week to week, right? little special things that we do just to give it more variety. Yeah. Uh, And with that, you're going to explain to us what our first segment for our first Positively Wrestling Evolved show is going to be. All right. Next week, we are debuting the new segment,
1: Book It. Remember, Tim, when we were kids in elementary school, we had like that reading program. Yeah. It's called Book It. And we had the little stickers and they were blue. I had the book on it. Yes. called (laughs) Book It. This isn't that. No, no, no. No, we're not (laughs) asking anyone to read. We wouldn't do that to you. (laughs) But that is where I got the name for the segment. Because in wrestling terminology, it means something different. So what we're going to do when we do book it is whoever is making the challenge will choose two female wrestlers, tag teams, whatever. We're not going to get too crazy. We're not going to book a 12-team (laughs) <laughs> elimination Survivor Series match or anything like that. Keep it fairly simple. Now I gotta go I change my
0: notes. Dang it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right.
1: I'll wait. No. Uh, because I ain't doing that. Um, and it's, it's, it's very simple. We each book that match the way that we want. And we deliver it the next week. So we have a week to think about it. And we can do it however we want. If we want to give the story that surrounds it, we can do that. Um, if we want to just straight up this is the match. Uh, there is no story. We just always wanted to see this match. So here it is. Here's who would win. Here's how they would win. We can do that. Just you're in charge of this match. We're having this match. Write it. So that's what we're going to be doing for next week in the debut of
0: Book It. Yes. And uh, I was tasked with picking our first matchup up mm-hmm. for since Book I it. did the last three count. Yeah. yeah, And I chose to go with Michelle McCool versus Charlotte Flair. Okay. A couple of uh, tall, statuesque,
1: blonde, very toned, uh, very, very similar. Yeah. Charlotte's a little a little more muscular, I think. A little, a little, a little more little on more... the power side. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. okay. All so, right. So we can choose mm-hmm. uh, whenever we want them to be in their careers, if we want to do it today, or if we want to choose Michelle McCool from when she was in um, the... Uh, Lay cool. Layla. Lay cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we want to do Charlotte now, if we want to do NXT Charlotte, we, we have complete and total creative freedom to do what we wish with this match. When we want it, where we want it, how we want it.
0: Yes. So it should be interesting. So hopefully, it will turn out great and you'll love the segment yeah that's what we hope and we hope we do too that's the first one doing it right hopefully yeah. we won't come back that next week and be like man this was tough
1: <laughs> welcome to
0: our final book it <laughs> welcome to our first and final book it uh hopefully that doesn't happen hopefully that yeah doesn't happen. um but yeah looking forward to that i think that's going to be pretty pretty awesome um yeah so michelle cool michelle mccool versus charlotte flair book it like it. All right, uh let's jump into the show. And kick things off, it's not on your sheet, but I definitely want to talk about it. I don't know if you saw this because it was revealed on a podcast first, so I don't know if it's been print or hit the net officially, but um they have the women's 150 for the PWI. Yes, yes I and did I do, see this. I do mm-hmm. have the top 10. Yep. Uh and I wanted to uh, go through this real quick cuz I thought it was really cool. Um Number 10, Raquel Gonzalez, having a a, hell of a year. I'm okay with that. Totally okay with it. Number nine, Tom Nakano. You know I'm okay with it. A little bit of stardom in there. Gotta love it. Number eight, Io Shirai. Love it. Love it. A little surprised. Not that she doesn't deserve it. It's just... You know, with the whole run with the tag belts. Right. She hasn't yeah. had
1: quite the singles run.
0: Yeah. So yeah. that made it a little surprising for me, but I totally she was
1: champion for a lot of it, though. A lot of the last. That's
0: game. true. That's yeah. true. Uh Number seven. And I'm probably going to mispronounce this. Shuri. Shuri. Yes. Um, From stardom, yeah. Again, awesome. More stardom representation. That is
1: amazing. I probably would have put Tom above Shuri, but I can see the argument the other way. That's just me, but I'm fine with Shuri being top 10. Number six is the boss, Sasha Banks. Yep. Think about that. She was inactive for almost the whole calendar year and still made PWI's top 10. That's saying something.
0: Well, I mean, the, the WrestleMania match alone.
1: Yep. Yeah, you know? she main evented WrestleMania, and it was one of the greatest WrestleMania main events of all time.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I, you can't really argue any way around that. It's, you know, top 10, definitely. She, um,
1: she gave Carmella her greatest match ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So but between having that WrestleMania main event and being the best wrestler in the world, yeah, she landed at number six. Yeah. Uh, number five, Thunder Rosa. Little, this is the only one I was a little surprised about. Really? I mean, I, I would have put her top 20. I don't know if I'd have had her top 10. She had the
0: one match with Britt. But other than that. Uh, well, she has had some other matches we just haven't been exposed to on NWA that were very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that might be where some of it comes from. Okay. Very possible. Because uh, all I hear is everybody's so positive about working with her, being in the room oh, with yeah. her. And everything um i'm just and, looking from like a
1: television perspective like a, right. a, achievements on television because everybody else on this list has a bunch right um and from from what i know her biggest achievement over the last year was having that match with uh with brit but i don't know of any like title runs that she had but i mean i could have missed something i don't know
0: oh she was the nwa women's champion for quite oh some was time. she yes. <laughs> yes
1: oh okay is, is she the one that camille beat
0: Uh, actually i think yes i think that might be that might be right it may have been thunder rosa that she that she dethroned okay double check but that yeah that's that almost matches up time-wise i think
1: okay um well in that case welcome to the top 10
0: thunder rosa there you go actually no i think it was might have been serena deeb
1: oh i think you're right actually i
0: think serena deeb took out thunder rosa and then deeb lost to camille i think that's how it went um they but
1: did yeah. mention Serena D the other night when I was watching Camille versus
0: Layla Hirsch. So yeah, ah, yep. yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah. But um, speaking of Britt Baker, that's our number four. Yep. Can't argue um, with it. Nope. She's cool having it. a phenomenal year. Yep. Number three, and I, and I love this one especially because I go back to where we had one of our three counts. I believe it was, and it was, uh, or it might, it might have just been a special question we had on the show, but you wanted to pick someone you thought that was going to be big in the future. Yeah. I th- yeah it might've been like one of our first episodes. Very first episode. Yeah. One of our very mm-hmm. first. And my pick was Deanna Perazzo. Yeah. For the women's division. And she has delivered. I mm-hmm. mean, for impact, she has been killing it. Still the current uh, champion as of the recording of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe not tomorrow, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, really, really impressed with Diana's been doing. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to uh, that match with her, and Mickey James. Yeah, coming up on Bound for Glory, uh, number two. And I know I'll get her last name wrong, but I'm gonna say Utami. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to hear you try it. <laughs> Hayashishita.
1: No, <laughs> Hayashista.
0: Hayashista.
1: Okay. Hayashista. Yeah, with the the ya is the stress syllable. Hayashista.
0: Hayashista. Okay.
1: There you go. Yeah. But Tommy at number two. Yeah, the World of Stardom champion. She has been all year. Yeah. So uh, that's probably going to end on December 29th. But until then, and maybe not, I expect it to. But until then, she's got that red belt. And she's had a bunch of great matches. And I love it. I love that Stardom has three in the top 10. uh, And and they should. They absolutely should. And all three deserve it. So yeah, that's awesome.
0: Love it. Yeah. And uh, number one, not really a surprise here, I don't think. And that's Bianca Belair. Yeah. have a it. phenomenal year. Yeah. Um, coming off, uh, I mean, from the Rumble to, uh, uh, to WrestleMania. I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah. Just, she's been doing phenomenally, uh, even the program now, which, I mean, has its hiccups and ups and downs, booking perspective-wise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But her performances have still been very, very good, top-notch. She, she's only survived this whole thing with Becky because of her performances.
1: Yes. If she yes. wasn't the performer that she is,
0: she'd be in the midcard by now. I mean, if she was just, you know, your cut and paste standard wrestler, you know, and there's a place for those people. I'm not guessing yeah. that I'm just saying, um, you, they all can't be superstars. You can't right. all be the top person, but she has elevated herself to be in that conversation yeah. at the top of the card. Yeah. Um, only it, a few
1: people could have survived SummerSlam and still come out looking yes. and, and looking and being treated by the fans as a main eventer.
0: Right. I agree. And uh, I mean, congratulations to Bianca being number yeah. one. That is Love amazing. It. Awesome. Awesome. Amazing. Usually, you
1: know me, I hate lists because mm-hmm. they piss me off This is good. Good stuff.
0: Like I say, I I find no arguments anywhere in this top 10. I ordered the magazine. Aha. Yeah. Very, very cool. All right. Uh, Let's jump into, uh, I guess, a little bit of SmackDown from Mm -hmm. last week. Uh, We had a supersized SmackDown. Yeah, we did. Um, But uh, one thing that we were looking forward to was uh, Naomi versus Sonya Deville. And we get swerved. <laughs> Remember what I said last week. I yep. said if it happens, if it happens, and you write on the yeah. money mm-hmm. uh because Naomi comes out and it's like okay. Then Sonya comes out and she's still wearing her executive gear, <laughs> and it's like I noticed
1: uh... when they did the interview with her in the back, they they didn't pull back. We didn't see her in wrestling gear, and I I knew right then I was like
0: ah uh, uh, we're not yeah. getting this. Yeah, so yeah, out comes. Her chosen representative, which is Shayna Baszler, yeah. <laughs> and okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Technically, <laughs> so, I guess we did get Sonya in action. It
1: was officially a handicap match.
0: Yeah, technically it was two on one, even though yeah. Sonya really barely got involved. <laughs> yeah,
1: she didn't do much. She did a shining lizard or something. Some yeah, it's like she had like one out. little
0: move, and that was about it. Um, but yeah, so pretty much squashing Naomi down. Now, what? again, kind of going back to book it, what I would love to see happen here, and this is also based on an interview that happened with Paul Heyman uh, over the past week or so, where someone asked, I was like, what do you think about maybe Naomi join- joining the bloodline and being part of the family? And his response was, how do you know she's not already part of the family? Mm. How, how you know she's not already there? Maybe we just haven't got to it. How, how do you know? Because you love Paul Heyman. He loves to just stir the pot. Right. <laughs> he does it so well. And I think it would be fantastic. I do too. I think that would be amazing. Because they, the crowd, they love... I mean, they're booing Roman Reigns, but they love Roman right. Reigns at the same time. Right. Um, and I think you could easily position kind of a authority versus the family and that could work mm-hmm. um almost to where even though Sonya Deville isn't going to come really come off really as a sympathetic face no <laughs> she's no. still going to be heelish but it would work it's almost the, like
1: the the ministry versus the corporation
0: yeah yeah something like that um but they I were think all that would be heels cool <laughs> yeah all heels yeah. but could be awesome
1: I think. It, it would be a nice Change for Naomi, who's never changed her character. Yes, ever. She has
0: pretty much always been a
1: face uh, and since she came out with Brodus Clay.
0: Yeah. Well, this uh, is
1: the character she's been. She did. She she to was team with Sasha. Mad. Yeah, yeah. Team bad for a little bit. Sasha while. and yeah. Um and Tamina. and Tamina. Um, but I mean that was such a blip on the radar. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be a welcome change for her. It would cause smackdown to lose another female
0: face that's true and as we as i've been talking about they kind of have a heel face problem dynamic in the women's division Mm -hmm. um they have a ton of heels (laughs) yep yep i mean they're overflowing with heels and then when you go down the list of people that are going to be well and to be fair we don't know where xylee is going to fit in in the spectrum of heel or face she hasn't made her debut yet. Right. Um, so who knows about that? But you know Tony's Tony Tony's still on SmackDown, right? Yes, Tony's still on SmackDown. Okay. So okay. Tony's right. a face. Um not that they care. Not that they care. <laughs> um, and then right now, technically, Naomi is a face. Right. As as right now. Because like I say I this wish, is kind I of wish live, had stayed on SmackDown. Yes. I, I think it would have been much better for her. Yeah. If she had. Um and then, uh, I can't remember who, was it Shotzi that stayed on SmackDown? And I think- I think so. And I think Tegan Knox went to Raw. Yeah. Uh, so I imagine she'll be a face. Right. Um. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> None of them what I would
1: call established main eventers. Naomi has flirted with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think could get there pretty easily. I mean, she was. She is a former Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, main eventing pay-per-views. And, well, and right, right, like right, that. right. She okay. hasn't done that. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but she could. I, I would buy it. I've always loved Naomi.
0: Oh, I've always she's been fantastic. Fan. Yeah. Uh, she's one of the most underused, I feel. Yes. On the roster.
1: Yeah. I guess uh, what I'm
0: getting at is they would
1: need to do some building, if that's all they're going to yes. have for their faces. They'd need to do some building. And good. Freaking build some of these, yes, some of these please. people.
0: Please Man. please don't make it to where we're just watching Charlotte, you know, dominate everybody till mania. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Again, with no offense to Charlotte, supremely talented. We're just kind of tired of seeing her with the belt. She's she's it's very much Roman Reign syndrome mm-hmm. from a few mm-hmm. years ago. It's just she's yeah. being forced on us, basically.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not her. Like if, no, if yeah. the tables were turned, if it was someone else and she had never really got a shot, a run, we would be vouching for her right Yeah, now too. It's not about who is in that spot. It's just give somebody else. A it's touch.
0: how they've presented it, how they yeah. put it to us. That makes it what we don't like. Yeah.
1: And it's um, been that way with Charlotte and Becky and not so much with Sasha and Bailey who have had their title runs but have also stepped back while still on the active roster and let other people have title runs too. But if Charlotte and Becky are on the roster, they're pretty much either champion or in the title picture all the time. Yeah.
0: Now, to be fair, Sasha still gets a a tremendous reaction. You could easily transition her to a face, even though I prefer her as a heel. Yes. Um, But she can be a good face. That's, you know, she can pull it off. It's not not that big a deal, but I and just they, prefer her in the heel role. And they might do that. And if they do that,
1: that will keep them from having to build somebody else.
0: That's true. And yeah. plus, you got to think we got Bailey, who will be returning right. eventually. And given the run that she had, I can't imagine she comes back as a face. No, I can't imagine it either. I mean, she'll I get a not. huge yeah. pop the first time right back.
1: And then she'll crap all over the, the crowd and get her heel heat right back.
0: Yeah, right back.
1: She's not afraid to be
0: a heel. No. No, not even in the slightest. (laughs) So who knows? But let's let's talk about something that was very awesome. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of awesome, uh, in our super sized show, we had two things that in the thirty minute run over there were two things I thought were awesome, and one of them was this tremendous match between Sasha and Becky.
1: It was flawless. My
0: goodness, it was great.
1: It was just from beginning to end. It was flawless, action, drama, suspense, character. It was everything I love in wrestling. It wasn't that long ago we did our three count on our favorite SmackDown matches. If this had happened before that, it would have been on there. It would have been one of my top
0: three. Mm, It was was incredible. Yeah, definitely one of my favorites from the year. No question. And I think really benefited from the no commercials during the overrun. Mm-hmm. because you didn't have to have a break in the action with commercial that could have taken you out of the match a little bit mm-hmm. as commercial breaks can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I thought again, like you say, it was flawless. It was fantastic. It was like a pay-per-view match. Yeah. No, it, I mean, yeah, this is, this is main event pay-per-view worthy. No yep. question. No yep. question. And a, and a big pay-per-view not, you know, yeah. not like- this is a big four pay-per-view main <laughs> event. Hands yeah. down. This could have this could have easily been a WrestleMania main event. Yeah, it was it was that good. Yes. Yep. Fantastic. Um the other thing I love during the overrun that I have to <laughs> call out is the contract signing. Yeah. With Lesnar and Reigns. And I I've gotten to the point where I kind of loathe the contract signings because they do it. All the time now. <laughs> and
1: it's the same thing
0: the every same time thing. they get
1: into a fight and then boom, boom, blah, blah, blah.
0: bra, boom, boom, bra, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But I loved this just because of the whole Heyman dynamic mm-hmm. with him being torn between or seemingly uh, torn between the two uh, uh wrestlers and how you know Brock just signs it and then Roman calls him a dumbass. <laughs> and he's like, You didn't even read it. He's like, I read it this morning. With my advocate, Paul Heyman, dumbass. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, it's getting, it's so good. It, I, yeah. I've loved every step of this. Yeah. Every step of uh, Lesnar versus Reigns with Lesnar being the face has yeah. been tremendous. It's with it's Heyman stuck in the middle.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It didn't go the route that they always go. Yeah. It took a twist, uh, it gave us it something a- different. The the the, the pen was mightier than the sword mm-hmm. in this segment. Most uh, yeah, it was great. The reaction from everyone, really, including me. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I kind of went,
0: oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. I it was good. huge
0: for it, man. It was great. It was yeah. fantastic.
1: SmackDown was great. We're, we're not talking about a lot of it because most of it gets
0: rolled into Crown Jewel, but right. SmackDown was great. Yeah, Plus. this week, SmackDown. I thought was tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think Friday night as a whole was tremendous because we're going to talk about some AEW now. Friday's Rampage,
1: become kind of like my favorite night for television. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Rampage. And with the Rampage buy-in, you talk about some yeah. stuff that was just incredible. Yeah. Le- I mean, well, during the buy-in, since it happened first, w- Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite matches of the year.
1: Oh, uh, it was hard hitting, stiff, stiff, brutal. Just oh my god! They weren't pulling their their. I was going to say punches, but kicks. They weren't pulling their kicks or the uh,
0: forearms. That the ooh, four, oh, forearm. Oh that my,
1: my favorite moment in the match was that first real big forearm that Suzuki hit Danielson with. That just and Danielson just dropped.
0: Yeah, just.
1: just crumpled to the mat that right there that was my favorite moment in the match because we have people who don't sell destroyers they yeah. they lay there for five seconds and they, oh i'm fine i just landed on the top of my head my neck should be broken i'm fine um and here's danielson selling a simple forearm to the face mm-hmm. like he'd just been hit by the honky tonk man's guitar and i don't know why that's the reference that came into my head <laughs> I love I grew it up on eighties wrestling,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, um, but that's what it was like. He really sold that, and and um, I, I I have one criticism of the match, but one criticism of that match is nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, because they made it feel like a real fight.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, oh, like I say, it was just so hard hitting. It was great. And as we were talking about it over the weekend, the other thing I really, really loved—only one near fall spot, yeah—in the entire match. Mm-hmm. Some matches rely on near falls for drama mm-hmm. too much. Yeah, they overdo it, like yep. we were talking about with finishers getting kicked out of, and that, mm-hmm. that rolls into it. That's part of it. Yeah, uh, but just one near fall—it it, it makes it makes more. I'll say it this way. It makes less
1: sense to depend on near falls in matches that aren't for something. They're not for a title or for a tournament final or something like that.
0: And this was just a straight up one-on-one match.
1: Nothing at stake. Yeah. So tell a different story. And they did.
0: Yeah. And it was amazing. Uh, Again, I've been gushing about that one all week. Absolutely loved it. People are probably wondering the the one criticism I did have is that they,
1: they seem to reset the match a few times where they started to build momentum and build momentum and then they would just kind of stop and go to the separate corners and look at each other and start from scratch again. I did think that did kill the build of the match. Um, But I mean, honestly, it's fine. It's not that big of a criticism. It sounds bigger than it felt to me. It was like, Oh, here we go again. But then once I got back into it, it was fine. And the last 60 seconds was fast paced and unpredictable and suddenly the match was over. It was over.
0: It was like, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It was like an RKO. It was out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, now, I absolutely loved um, what we're going to talk about next was CM Punk versus Matt Sydal. Uh-huh. Uh, I know you didn't love it as much as me. I liked uh, it. Yeah, I didn't I hate mean, you it. Didn't, you didn't yeah. hate it, you know, no. kind of thing. You liked it. But mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed this just from, again, as punk has been putting the emphasis on and he's been out there and what AEW they're kind of hanging their hat on is just a great pro wrestling match. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a great, it was two guys that compliment each other very, very well. Again, nothing at stake, you know, they just want right. to get in there. Uh, they had wrestled a few times before, mm-hmm. uh, in previous and, uh,
1: and uh, wwe really i think they said four four times
0: yeah so wwe yeah. they might have had maybe a ring of honor in there i don't know i can't maybe. remember yeah. but mostly wwe and you know the 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 kind of quick story was sidell never been able to beat punk so at right. least they had something to hang on there a little bit mm-hmm. um
1: but again i don't know if punk and side Dahl were thinking that as they were doing their match but
0: the commentary commentators kind of yeah. put it out there yeah um but I, I just thought it was tremendous. Uh, very entertaining. Uh, and, you know, this is a match that went head-to-head with Sasha and Becky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So tremendous faith, I'll say, in Matt Sidal. Mm-hmm. We all know that they have faith in Punk. Right. But to sit there and not switch things around. Right. You know, when they are trying to seemingly make it all about ratings.
1: Right. And, and let's let's talk about that for a second because both sides have a claim to victory in that head to head 30 minutes and who the f cares yeah who cares who, who cares? cares who ca- I watched both yeah I finished smackdown and then I watched the AEW stuff so I watched they them both, both at the same time <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I was texting you I was like how are you giving these matches the proper attention <laughs> cool screen baby <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so it they both got watched. And I would say a lot of people did that. So yeah. it doesn't matter who watched what when, they both got watched. What's so we've got people is the watching, watching more yeah. wrestling.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's the whole point. That is the whole point. Um, I mean, I I get it. And the arguments over ratings helps the rivalry, the great l- excitement. Creates excitement. So yeah. I get it. I'm not you know, but it hey, also if, creates a-holes on Twitter. <laughs> that's true. There's people that just go too far with it. And, yeah. um, you know, that that's when it kind of makes it, a, a you know, rains it takes on the, the fun out of it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I like that, you know, we're paying attention to ratings again, mm-hmm. that we're looking at them. But in the end, it's like, I, I, you know, unless they start really doing poorly, right? then I'll take and care more. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, my God, now we're losing people. Now it's, you know, I'm getting now. And granted, not as many people watched wrestling on this past Friday night because SmackDown was on FS1. Right. They had a much smaller. I mean, they didn't even break a million. They didn't, you know, which yeah. typically they're easily over a million.
1: Two, two and a half usually. Yeah. And
0: yeah. they only did about 780, 830, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. Yeah. um, But that's because they're, the, they're on FS1, you know.
1: Yeah. And people are going to find another way to watch it. They're going to pull it up on an app and watch it or something
0: or if you like hulu you know mm -hmm. might be like well i i don't want to go looking for fs1 right i'll just watch it on hulu the next day or whatever
1: so ratings don't represent total viewership anymore anyway yeah so what and and we get hung up on the 18 to 49 demographic because once upon a time that was the demographic where people said well those are the people that spend money on the product i don't think we're there anymore tim I think eighteen to forty nine is now the demographic that says, "I love your company so much, I promise I'm going to find a way to illegally stream your pay per view." <laughs> They're the people who are trying to find ways to watch without paying.
0: I, I, I'll say that there's probably some of that, but I think that's the minority. <laughs> I, I don't don't I don't think minority. that's the overwhelming. Because <laughs> I mean. When you think about how many people in this world are 18 to 49 years old uh and keeping in mind that ratings are a small sample size of who actually watches these programs right uh based on Nielsen ratings and everything uh I think that that's a very skewed assessment
1: <laughs> I think the younger the younger segment of that 18 to 49
0: are well, that that may be are, true yeah but I think when you get to the 25 and over, which is probably where your real spenders are. Right. As far as who has the financial capability to do it. Right. Um, they are, those are the ones that are actually spending the money. <laughs> yes. Yes. But,
1: so I guess it breaks down to who has those younger fans and who has those older fans in that quote unquote young demographic. I, I By the way, I'm a fan of being included in the young demographic.
0: Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm happy to still be in there
1: <laughs> for, for a Tickle. few more years <laughs> right yep
0: <laughs> oh my knees yeah. hurt anyway uh, <laughs> uh but yeah no i skipped the
1: gym today to watch a pay-per-view
0: <laughs> i didn't have time
1: that's right <laughs>
0: <laughs> i didn't have time to go today i was like man it's starting soon uh but yeah cm punk picks up the victory over Sidal and what i thought was a fantastic match uh we also had a, a good match between uh ruby soho and the bunny yeah. Soho, pick, Soho picking up the victory. Um, I don't like her music. No, you don't. No,
1: I think it's it's a little silly.
2: Hmm.
1: We need music for Ruby Soho. Okay, I got it. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. Like what? <laughs> that's what you came up with.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, just to be fair, and I guess you're unaware of this. She actually took the name from the song. They didn't make the song really, for her. yes. I didn't know that. Yes, that's from okay. I, I, I'm i pretty again, I'm 99.9% sure I'm right on this because I was reading okay. an interview with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I want to say it's from one of her favorite punk bands, might be Rancid, may I can't mm-hmm. remember who, but she took the name from the song. So, okay, now I'm not a hundred percent sure. That the theme song she's using is the song is, she took the name from. Mm-hmm. I might be getting that wrong, just because I'm not up on my punk music. <laughs> yeah, neither am I, obviously. So, um, so, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. If we're incorrect, somebody hit us up in the comments, in, in uh, email. Let us know. Uh, I'll, I'll look at that email. That's uh, P O S Wrestle P O S Wrestlecast at uh, gmail.com uh, and believe me some very angry punk fans out there are happy to use that email address right now please i'll take anything get hate mail <laughs> whatever give give me something to use on the show um but but yeah uh but anyway let's move on to dynamite uh which was on saturday uh this week and this upcoming week as well mm-hmm. um so tomorrow but uh we had uh, first things first. Punk comes out. He's on commentary. And I'll tell you what, if he's not wrestling, I'll take Punk on commentary every single night. He yeah. is fantastic at it. He's, he's better irritated. than Paul White. Yes. No offense, Paul. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, a little. Maybe a little. Maybe, okay. Well, <laughs> just remember, he said that. <laughs> Forever famous enough to meet some of these people. Oh, that one's on you. <laughs> Conrad used
1: to talk about how much he hated Jeff Jarrett. Now he's doing a podcast with him. I know, right? You're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, we did get uh, the first look at the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament Brackets. Um, so matches that we've got coming up uh, is the Dark Order's number 10 versus John Moxley. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Hobbs. That's on you one got side. It. Number 10 or John Moxley. Oh let's see. Uh, yeah, Mox. Uh, Mox is yeah. definitely taking that one. Uh, Cassidy versus Hobbs. I'm gonna say Hobbs probably. Um, even though I love Orange Cassidy, I would love to see him, but I just don't think they're gonna put him back in that world title, like that number one contender spot just yet. Would the winner face Moxley? Uh, yes. Okay. So that's what I was probably doing Hobbs. this side. side yeah, so I think Mox and Hobbs will move on from that bracket. On the other side, we've got Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson.
1: Yeah, that should be, at least be a fun matchup. And that's uh, this this week. Come um, on,
0: it is. It is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, which I expect Danielson will win. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. This is the one where it's like I really don't know <laughs> where we're going to go yeah. with this one. This one's kind of the biggest toss-up. Which one's going to lose Danielson? Yeah, I mean, really, that's what I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I almost kind of think it's going to be Kingston. That's where I'm leaning.
1: I think it would be a better match for for Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but we'll see. I can we'll see, see him doing the big man thing too. He look he managed to have a a good match with um Big Cass. Yeah, he gave Big Cass like the only good match in Cass's WWE run. So if he can have a good match with
0: Big Cass, he can have one with Lance Archer. And Cass screwed it up and got himself fired. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, yep. uh, that's another story. But he's doing good things now. Props to Big Cass getting back correctly on the horse. He dealt with mm-hmm. a lot of demons. After a lot of problems. WWE, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, now he's in Impact and, he, and he's flourishing, which I'm yeah. more than happy to see people get that comeback at second chance Yep. and run with it. Um, yeah, so now... We talked about last week the supposed leak of the picture of, you know, Tony Khan working on the card. Right. Yeah, he talked about that. Now, one of the matches that he had on there, because he and when when they interviewed him about it, he didn't deny anything that he wrote down. He didn't say, no, these aren't the card. He didn't confirm it, but he didn't deny it either. Um, But one of the matches on there suggest what the finals of this will be again i'm not going to go into it because some people might not want to know so i'm not going to do any kind of spoilers mm-hmm. um but uh i won't be unhappy <laughs> I- i'll be like okay i cool i see it so, yeah okay. uh and it'd be a good match i think anyway uh we also got uh as i really really wanted we're going to get a continuation of this feud serena deeb And Hikaru Shida going to keep going at it. Uh, Serena was doing an interview in the back and Shida attacked her. It was great. One of the best things that came out of this was the comment that Punk made very slyly while this was going on on commentary. It was like, man, look at that gorgeous head of hair on Serena Deep." Yeah, (laughs) If you know, you know, and it's awesome. I thought that was a great little inside joke. Um, Now, next up, we had uh, something that you didn't particularly care for in the booking department penelope ford taking on kiara hogan yeah penelope ford picking up the win
1: i tap out too yeah yeah look penelope ford is is working hard i can see that but she needs more work she needs more time to to improve her game and kiara hogan is kind of there yeah um I think Kiera should have gotten the win here. They 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 brought over this champion from Impact, and and they're just kind of throwing her to the wolves.
0: True. Now, to be, I guess not fair, but more transparent here, um, the match started out slow, but they did kind of fall into a rhythm. It ended up being a decent match, even though you know we questioned the booking decision for who went over. But when I look at it, also, Kiera's not officially. All elite. She's all I thought elite. she was. I don't think she's officially signed with all elite. I have you had to double check me on that, but I don't think she's actually on an all elite contract. I think she's officially signed possibly by NWA and is on loan. Since so she's no longer with Impact. I could be wrong. Um And as you look for that, it will destroy my argument. What my my argument would be is, like, Penelope is officially signed All Elite. Right. That would kind of make more sense that they put Penelope over in that instance. Again, Um, I could be wrong if I've read wrong.
1: Excalibur said on Dark on September 28th that she had signed
0: with AEW. Okay. So she did officially sign. Okay.
1: According to Excalibur.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, I would assume he would know. Yeah. Yeah. so yeah, in that case, no, you're right. It does, you have this person you've brought over and you're not really using her as much more than enhancing your other talents at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, a high yeah. level enhancement talent, really. Yeah. High profile enhancement talent.
1: So yeah, and but no. She, she's a great character. She's good in the ring, but she's really good with character.
0: Yeah, no, she was tremendous in impact. Yeah. Like I say, at a tag team champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Really looking forward to what's going to happen in NWA with her and Mickey James. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be tremendous. Can't wait for that. Yeah. I yeah, just didn't. Yeah. Penelope going over just doesn't make a lot of sense. I know they have been focusing on Penelope and the bunny lately. Yeah. Um, but still. So have a different match. Yes. Have a different yeah. match. Oh, we also had uh, Brian Danielson taking on Bobby fish again. Really good match. Yeah, I like I liked that Danielson won with a, a different submission mm-hmm. with that kind of heel hook that he put on him. I thought yeah, that was the great. heel hook.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, what he almost made uh, Jericho tap out with in his first NXT match. Ah. Yeah. Okay. That was the match that won me over to, to Daniel Bryan at the time, it was that um, match.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so I thought that was entertaining and really, really good. And uh, I really liked they had a Hangman Adam Page promo for full year. Mm-hmm. and this was really well done as far as him coming out and just having that main event level promo to hype a title match coming up I thought it was great it was really yeah. good um I think Adam Page is main event ready I think he is ready to run with the big belt and be the face of the company for a while I I think he's primed to do it and I th- I, I I think he's the best choice right now honestly mm-hmm. I think it's great mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I think it's probably going to happen. And then, last thing, we had a really fun trios match: the Super Click versus the Dark Order. I thought this was really fun. Again, it's a spot fest because you've okay. got—I didn't see this one. So. You got Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Evil Uno, John Silver, and I cannot remember the third Dark Order member. But those, regardless, um, negative one no not negative one <laughs> yikes um even though amanda hubert would do it <laughs> is all <elite>. um yes <laughs> i saw that yeah and i'm sure negative one would totally he would do it he'd get in there yeah. he wouldn't care but it did have one of my favorite moments from a comedy perspective because uh, the super click does this thing where it's like a little trios move adam cole yeah the kiss is on the cheek uh and they went for this spot but the dark order had gotten rid of the young bucks so it was john silver (laughs) and either evil uno i think it was evil and they kissed him on the cheeks and had him cold just like now. and the look on his face (laughs) and disgust was great yeah and i'll tell you right now evil uno is underrated he is intensely entertaining Um, He was taking people's shoes off. He grabbed a sock off, I think, Matt Jackson and then used it like Socko and gave him a mandible claw. (laughs) It was great. It was fantastic. Um, Just from an entertainment standpoint, I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much, that was AEW this week. Um, What we got for stardom, my friend?
1: Not a whole lot. They did have a few shows last weekend, but they've only posted one in full <laughs> and ah. and only a couple of matches from the second one they're really slow this week i don't know what's going on um i do know the tag league tournament did start um and the winners get a title shot at the goddesses of stardom champions who are currently julia who's still out with an injury mm-hmm. and shuri um now julia has said that um being out with an injury she will not give up those championships unless shuri and micah win the tournament because they are in the tournament in which case they will become the new goddesses champions okay um other than that i guess the winners will just have to wait till julia's back to get their title shot okay. um but i haven't seen any of those matches yet and i don't want to spoil them for myself i'm going to watch them and see who wins um so uh, that'll just give us more to talk about next week on our debut launch debut relaunch episode. So we'll be talking about the uh, stardom tournament tag league tournament next week. When we've seen some results also Hazuki mm-hmm. still the coolest music in stardom, <laughs> but that's all like that's it. really it. There's not a okay. whole lot yet, but we'll have plenty next week. Cause we'll have some of those tag match results.
0: Yeah. So uh, don't fret. It's just a one week thing. Not a lot to talk about with stardom this week, but next week there will be plenty. Yeah. As well as plenty of other women's wrestling focused talk and chatter. We yep. will gladly do that. Let's jump over into NXT. And uh, we've got to return. He's back. He's back. Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely loved this segment. Yeah. I loved it from the top because I, I like Carmelo Hayes and Trick. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they're great. Um, and then Gargano comes out and. The mood changed immediately in the arena. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, Johnny Wrestling's back. <laughs> yeah.
1: He'd only been gone for two weeks, but they hadn't mentioned him at all, kind of yeah. like you made a reference to.
0: And I was I was worried. I was like, Oh yeah. goodness, what's going on? But yeah, he's come back. And it this little exchange was so great because Johnny's like, you know, Candace is at home with the baby, um uh Austin's on Raw. Indy's married I've kind of lost my way wink wink uh, <laughs> which I thought was great yeah and then then Trick kind of gets a little heelish here with the way that they kind of position those to be the bad guys in the city. oh they're definitely heels yeah mm-hmm. with talking about uh wanting to go around or no with uh his daughter being in his DMs of course referring to Indy Hartwell Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right. Not his unborn child. <laughs> not his unborn child. Um, but uh referring to Inhard W in his DMs, so how she'd like to have uh some trick. And lo and behold, out of nowhere, <laughs> standing right behind them is Dexter Loomis. Yep. <laughs> it was so great. The thumbs up from the two of them after they cleared him out of the ring. This is. This is tremendous. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm ready for this program and more of this. <gasps>
1: I mean, Dexter Loomis is he's named after Dexter, right? Like from Showtime.
0: Like, I'm going to, to assume yes. Yeah, yeah. they're too similar. Yeah, I would assume it has to be. Um,
1: yeah, and then Loomis would be Halloween, right?
0: I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not as big a Halloween aficionado and knowing about mm-hmm. the lore and remembering characters but i think that sounds right yeah that sounds right um but yeah so that is definitely a tag team matchup and some future singles matchups that i'll be highly anticipated in seeing it'd be very entertaining yeah uh, and i think carmelo and johnny gargano could have a hell of a match oh yeah hell of a match together um we got the the diamond mine kind of coming out and put a stamp on things saying, you know, Hey, we're just going to start taking opportunities. That seems how to be what has to happen. So they come out and they're taking on, you got the Creed brothers taking on Imperium. And what was this, what was this? Yeah, this was, this kind of got odd. This got odd. Um, Because you got the match going and then we get rundowns and run-ins from Ikimanjiro and Kushida. Mm-hmm which lead to basically a distraction that give Imperium the win. Yeah. So (laughs) you, what is happening? So it's
1: very simple. Like you don't do that. (laughs) Like you've, you've brought the Creed brothers in and you've for weeks shown that they're dominant and practically unbeatable. And then the first time they face a team that isn't enhancement talent, they lose the
0: first time. True, true. But hey, they protected him because it's a distraction finish. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what they're thinking, anyway. Uh, yeah, I know. But, I know. I can I uh, couldn't believe it. I could yeah. not believe it. Yeah. Like the, the Creed brothers should be just, just bowling through everybody until they win the tag titles. That's what the Creed brothers
0: should be doing, straight up. Yeah, I, I don't disagree in, in in any way. Yeah. Um. Speaking of tag titles. Yeah. MSK. Mm-hmm. Where do you think people stand on MSK? <laughs> uh, I,
1: I, I guess people still hate them. Um, <laughs> they're getting booze. Um, I, I, I might have some insight on this now because something popped up on my Twitter feed. and And this is what I read. And then I've got also, I've seen people disputing this, but here's one suggestion. Apparently... One of the two from MSK, I don't know which one the post didn't say, gotcha. um, disagreed with Izzy training, Izzy, you know, ba- the Bailey super fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Training at age 13, saying that she's too young. Um, and Izzy's parents apparently jumped on him and kind of turned it into a, an, a thing, some sort of big issue. Oh, uh, this was before NXT signed them, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, so and so, yeah, so back before that, and then like some of the regular fans that go to NXT and just love Izzy and love Izzy's parents, whatever, just decided to dogpile on MSK for that, and are trying to basically sabotage their career. That that's what some people have said who have been there. But others who go to the shows recently say, no, that's not it. We're booing them just because they got handed the tag titles so quickly and didn't really do anything to earn it. So I don't know. But at least Mm. that's the first thing. That's the first acknowledgement (laughs) I've seen of it besides you and me on this show right um so at least i wanted to throw it out there i'm not saying that's true but that's what somebody is saying um so at least other people besides us are recognizing the fact that msk msk is getting booed and are wondering why
0: yeah and i mean the truth might lie somewhere in the middle it could be mm-hmm. some of the dogpiling and some of the we don't feel you deserve this
1: yeah that's probably that's usually the case yeah
0: yeah and because i mean it did kind of come out of nowhere because there in the beginning it seemed like msk was getting cheers but to yeah. be fair this is before regular crowds were allowed back in right. the building. Right. This was their plants and other right. NXT you know trainer training mm-hmm. trainees. Mm-hmm. So that was when they were cheering the people that WWE wanted to be cheered. Yeah. booing the people they wanted to be booed more of that. So Yeah. And that- as far
1: as disagreeing with Izzy training like I get that perspective and I also get the perspective that it's okay like so I I don't see why if you have opposing viewpoints on that, you can't understand where the other person's coming from, and just yeah. be like, "Oh, okay, I see that. Whatever. Like, I don't know why
0: it's like a thing." Do like you know? I. It's like I respect your opinion. I don't agree with it, but okay, yeah, that's your opinion. It's fine. Um, but to turn it into such a big thing seems yeah. just so. But I mean, it's the internet, man. It's. I mean, Starlight
1: Kid was wrestling in stardom at the age of thirteen.
0: Yeah. Wrestling, (laughs) putting on actual shows. So, well, I mean, you look at uh, stories, people like Rey Mysterio. Yeah. You know, growing up in Mexico, he started at a very, very young age. Yeah. And was wrestling matches in Mexico at probably 12, 13, 14 years old.
1: Yeah. And it's a it's a cultural thing, and i yeah. I understand that and I understand where you'd have to ask i mean is it even legal for for someone that young to be working for a paycheck um does this constitute some form of child abuse like I can see asking those questions yeah i can but see i can it. also- yeah, yeah, but I can also see understanding if people say no, it's not child abuse because they're not trying to hurt the kid. They're trying to protect the kid. I can see where people could say well, they get paid mowing lawns. Um, I mean, so I, I see both sides of it. So, you know, wherever you sit, cool. Why do we have to try to wreck somebody's career Yeah, for that? For if just, that's
0: what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, if, if that's what's happening, why are we doing yeah. that? Just because they expressed an opinion. Yeah. Um, And not really, not even a controversial one. At no, it's not an opinion that's hurting anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But so mm. who knows who knows yeah. um Cory Jade picking up a second big win mm-hmm. taking on oh um from Electra Lopez yeah from Legato del Fantasma yeah um yeah seemingly kind of got her wrapped up out of nowhere picks up a victory mm-hmm. just like Legado. she did to uh Frankie Monet a week yep. a ago mm-hmm. Legato was all shocked like oh what just happened but good for Cory Jade yeah good for Cory Jade of course, she's the- young she's like 19 Yeah. Um, Yeah. Of course, this led to them beating up her boyfriend backstage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Trey Baxter. Yeah, Baxter. So obviously, maybe get a mixed tag come out of this at some point.
1: Yeah, probably. Legato Del Fantasma needs something to do now. Yep. They don't have Hit Row anymore. Uh So uh, I guess this is next for them.
0: But yeah, which I mean, yeah, because I, I I like Legato del Fantasma. They definitely need something to move on to it. it mm-hmm. They are an, an unfortunate, somewhat casualty of hit Row being called up, right? Uh, when they had a really awesome program going,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so in that regard, that does kind of suck. Mm-hmm. And a natural one too, four on each side. Yeah, and, mm-hmm, yeah. But um, but yeah, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, we had a. This was a triple threat match Mm -hmm. with uh, J.C. Jane. um, Persia Parada. Persia Parada and Io Shirai. And the winner gets to spin the wheel and make the deal for what the match would be at Halloween Havoc. Special episode next week. uh, The uh, three team uh, tag title match. Yes. Um, Some notes here. A. This, uh, I'm not gonna say botched spot, I don't like the term, I don't botched. either. I
1: don't like the word. Yeah. Um, it's, it's
0: insulting, I find. But JC Jane went for a suicide dive. It seems like her legs kind of got caught up in the ropes, she didn't have she, a lot of
1: momentum either. I think yeah. that probably didn't help, yeah.
0: So, and so she landed awkwardly, um, kind, kind of on of her sp- face, yeah. Scary moment. Um, she had to be removed from the match, yeah. Which EO Shirai did pick up the victory. Mm-hmm. And yeah. JC
1: did get up. She got yes. up
0: cuz she got up to take the moon salt.
1: Mm-hmm, to help spot. catch EO, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh and reports have been that they gave her like a CT scan and you know all that stuff and everything came back clear or negative but pos- you know positive result. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as they don't think there's any major injury uh, yeah. There is a question mark as to whether she'll be ready to go for Halloween Havoc coming up uh, this week uh, and, you know, wish her a speedy recovery. Definitely. i I'm loving toxic attraction. I like what they're doing. I'm a huge fan of Gigi Dolan. That's my girl. Okay. Um, and I, I think it sucks that she may lose her tag. Does part. Riho know? Huh? Does Riho know? Uh, no, man. No, no. Keep it on down though. <laughs> no.
1: okay. You know, I speak some
0: Japanese. I do. I do. Why would you wrap me out like that, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I can get a chance. Oh, man. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, no, um, I hope this doesn't affect the booking for the match because I kind of envision maybe if they're going to push toxic attraction as kind of the, you know, kind of uber female heel stable, kind of like the Undisputed Era was at one point. And possibly have them win the tag titles, and then of course Mandy Rose is upcoming has her match against Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. So hopefully this doesn't throw any wrenches in the in the plans for that. Yeah, but uh, I do want to talk about the whole spin the wheel nonsense. No matter who won this match, they were going to spin this wheel of multiple choices why did it matter <laughs>
1: they even addressed that on commentary
0: like why what's <laughs> yeah. the point and now and we're getting spin the wheel for i think two other matches on the show
1: yeah raquel
0: and and mandy and then the uh is it the tag title match for the men i think i think I think that's the other one, but there, yeah. I know there's two other ones that are yeah. going to spin the wheel and make the deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. There's no,
1: there's no advantage.
0: Yeah, it's like <laughs> to, I, yeah. I don't mind the spin the wheel to get a stipulation. I think that's right. cool. but yeah. The fact that they were had a match to determine who got to just spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah. It's like wh- who cares? <laughs>
1: Maybe they could have you know chosen two matches to take off the wheel. Yeah. Or like, something it- like that. Yeah.
0: Something that made winning mean something <laughs> Rather yeah. than just Yay! It's like, you know uh, Let's make a deal Or whatever, price yeah. is right
1: <laughs> they, did, they did address that on commentary They're like, there's no real advantage But if I was going to be in this match I'd want to be the one spinning the wheel Like, they tried
0: really hard well, I mean, you always want to win the match I mean, that's right. obvious but... <laughs> right. uh, I thought it was so ridiculous that they hung that As a, a stipulation to the match yeah. Anyway Uh, We did have another stipulation match that did relate to Halloween Havoc, of course, Uh, and that was La Knight taking on—I'm going to blank on the name—Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller, Uh, and I guess the winner got to host Halloween Havoc. Which, again, what?
1: (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) You La Knight, you could have had a night off. Yeah. Like
0: (laughs) you could have relaxed at home. you have to to work but i mean the question is because la Knight is like this is my show now after he won the match is what power is he going to have during the show if any and if he doesn't have any once again why the hell did we do it (laughs) (laughs) it was me Chompa. it It was me all along (laughs) i did it for the rock (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness, who knows? Who
1: knows? But he's um, a fun character, so it'll be fun, yeah. To it'll be entertaining,
0: yeah. Maybe Cameron Grimes can get involved, <laughs> maybe, or maybe
1: Grayson Waller will get maybe maybe this and Waller. something to, to give Grayson Waller some time to show a character and to, to maybe get him a little more exposure. That might be the, could be, the deal, could be Fr- fighting from underneath. He didn't win, so he doesn't have to act like a goofy TV show host, yeah. But maybe he can do something to kind of ruin uh, LA Knights. Night, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got
0: you. Yeah, it could, that could work. Uh, some other real quick notes from NXT. Uh, we did finally find out. It looks like uh, uh, Gacy is somewhat trying to align himself with uh, Harland. Yes, as we kind of speculated, that might be the case. Um, and uh, also, uh, some more good good build for Braun versus Champa in their yep. uh, tag match. I thought that was great expecting Um, a new champion yep again still expecting that braun is probably going to walk out of havoc as the new nxt champion yeah um at least that's how (laughs) that's how i that's how i book it at this point
1: right right i still i still can't get over they changed his name yet he still talks acts moves sounds looks and wrestles like a steiner (laughs) like both of them even does the
0: recliner (laughs) the steiner recliner
1: the the gorilla press into the power slam
0: yep yeah, And when he does these moves, what does the crowd do?
1: They bark. <laughs> they bark, yeah. <laughs> Come
0: on. Come, you're not <laughs> fooling anyone. Rex Steiner was such a cool name. Yes, yes. And, I, and maybe, and I'm probably giving WWE way too much credit <laughs> in this, but maybe they did it so that when they eventually debut him on the main roster, they can switch the name back and reference the Steiner name. Well, why why couldn't they do that anyway? Well, again, I, I and again, I d- I don't know for sure, but in my head I still have this mentality where I think the mindset of Vince and the head people at WWE think of NXT as something that your normal Raw and SmackDown viewers don't watch. Mm-hmm. Like I really think that's how they look at it but he couldn't still have the same name in both places. Again, from a marketing standpoint, you know, you don't want to make a big deal of him being the, even though everybody, all the smart people, we know it, you know, the son of a Steiner, Rick. Uh, But then when you debut him on the main roster, especially if maybe the Steiners go into the hall of fame, and then you call him up to the main roster, and you have the son of Hall of Famer Rick Steiner, and that's how you present him for the first time to your major audience. Maybe, maybe they're inducted by Braun Breaker. That would be and, hilarious. And Braun's, like, Braun's like, I've never met the Steiners, but I've always been a big fan. And I want to tell you right now. <laughs> They have a hundred percent chance of getting into the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you only have. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, who knows? But uh, looking forward to that match anyway. Looking forward to Halloween Havoc next week, definitely. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Raw now. Oh, a little bit of Raw. A little bit of Raw. Uh, most everything wraps into Crown Jewel, so we're not going to get spend too much time here. Uh, I Did want to bring up one of the segments I thought was funny, which was uh, Austin Theory. Uh, running into r-truth having a little scuffle backstage and then uh kind of the challenge met and and r-truth's like you want to settle in the ring all right i'll meet you in the ring and at first i was kind of excited i was like are we going to get r-truth in a legit wrestling match right because he's he's supremely talented Mm -hmm. um and i think he's still in great shape and probably still go Mm -hmm. now granted yep you may not realize it, he is one of the older more senior Mm. members on the roster yeah again Um, he
1: was on the wwe raw game for the original xbox
0: yeah he was part of i think the launch of tna yeah (laughs) and that was like 20 years ago (laughs) i was like tna's been around for 20 years yeah holy crap (laughs) yeah and every year people
1: old. swear is their last every yeah. year
0: <laughs> yeah or, or refer to him as that flash in the pan <laughs> right <laughs> yeah
2: yeah <laughs> <I'm>
0: like what <laughs> at this point they've been along, they've been around longer than wcw <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: but um to answer your question if we we're going to get our truth in an actual
0: match it was no <laughs> it was no no we didn't so austin theory comes out of the ring first that our truth his music hits The crowd's into it, but he's like, yo, yo, cut the music. And he's like, I'm sorry. (laughs) You misunderstood me. (laughs) I didn't mean I was going to be in the match. I accepted the match for my friend. (laughs) And out comes Jeff Hardy. (laughs) Kind of furthering this Jeff Hardy-Austin Theory thing. Um, And this was finally them kind of doing what they need to do with Austin Theory. Because he kind of dominated this match. Until he lost. Well, until he lost. Until the finish. <laughs> right. it seemed like they were going the right way. There was like, he's got him, he's got him, he's got him. And then out of nowhere, boom, Jeff picks up the victory. And it's like, okay, well, that was for nothing. Uh, so, I did like the
1: reversal where Jeff was taking the selfies.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, that was but, fun. But again, it's that whole thing of you're just calling people up to be cannon fodder for other people. Not that I have, I mean... Hardy's a legend at a future right. Hall of Famer. I got no problem with Hardy winning the match. It's just, I again, why not have a different match? Why? yeah, Why not have yeah. R Truth wrestle the match and have Theory beat Truth? It's a little
1: better if they're not a super serious face. Oh, I was gonna say super serious. If they're if they're not a face, it's better. And if they're a heel but not super serious, like a carrying cross or something like that. So Austin Theory is a little more of a—he's not a comedic heel, but he definitely feels like a beatable heel. Not yeah. someone who's like a big badass or something like that who who can't be beaten by people. Um, we'll see. I mean, maybe if if he starts losing every week, then yeah, I'll be I'll be with you. Maybe this was just this round. We'll, oh, we'll if he starts losing
0: every week, he's a future world champion. Oh we'll talk about that in a few minutes when we get the crown jewel yeah uh but let's go on to uh the main event of raw um and that was <sighs> charlotte and bianca I hear that sigh? and was a great match until the finish and then wwe is gonna wwe oh man yeah So
1: this goes back to what I've been saying that the reason AEW has momentum and all this um, positive press online is because they give the fans what they want when they're expecting it. Yeah. And most people were tuning into this because they were expecting and wanting Bianca to win the raw championship.
0: And the way they set up the segments leading up to it, the whole Charlotte, like where's my parade, blah, 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 all this about leaving it made me think that they were saying yeah we're going to have a title change tonight that's what we're yeah. pre- this is what this that's what we're presenting and instead of giving the crowd what they want they tease us and then yank it away from us like they do every single week with yeah. this kind of crap
1: yeah Ugh. just yeah and so and, and once that happened i was even more sure that becky was going to retain um, and we'll get to that in a second but yeah it, it just it, it felt like Bianca's moment and it, it should have been Bianca's moment. And, you know, there are different ways they can go with these belts now. We'll talk about that, I guess. But it just, it was so deflating. Yes,
0: I agree. And I tell you, we, we touched on it a little bit last week and I, I stand by it. I'm gonna start tweeting at Vince, at Stephanie, at everybody at WWE. How about we no longer have are belts tied to a freaking show. Yeah. There shouldn't be a SmackDown champion or tag team champions. Yeah. Your top two titles don't have either show in their name.
1: Right. So they so can freely go why back can't, and forth.
0: Mm-hmm. So why isn't it the women's universal title and the women's mm-hmm. WWE title and the tag belt the exact same way? Yeah. Come on. Pretty simple. It's a it's a simple fix. You could have done it from the beginning but you chose not to and you haven't done it retroactively and you put yourself in these spots to where you make it too easy to figure out what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Because of how you book in the past. If it wasn't the SmackDown champ women's championship or the raw women's championship, then you wouldn't specifically know who's going to win uh, that match. Like after it happened with, you know, going into crown jewel, you wouldn't be like, Oh, Becky's obviously going to retain yeah kind of thing who knows right because now we're going to get basically what you talked about unless they now granted maybe they'll do something tonight on smackdown Mm -hmm. like maybe they'll pull a fast one us and be like well you know what because you guys kept the belts we're swapping you back and becky comes back to smackdown and charlotte goes back to to raw
1: or you're staying on the show you're on as long as you're champion then you switch yeah which seems like a pretty simple solution too
0: that could, yeah, or something like that. that. That would work, too. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do it. I think, like you said, they're going to do exactly what they did with the New Day and the Street Profits. And just switch the belts. And just switch the belts.
1: So there's another title reign for you, Charlotte. Yep. There so, you go. Ugh. Yeah. But anyway. And I, I care less about the number of Charlotte's title reigns. I'm, I'm a championship guy. I'm a title guy not the physical belt, but the lineage. I like yeah. the lineage of these championships. And I hate when a title changes without a match happening. I just, I hate it. And sometimes it has to happen. A champion gets injured, whatever, that, yeah. whatever. But if it's not because of something that has to happen and just because they decide to book it that way, I I, I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it.
0: I don't like when title reigns have little asterisks next to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so- we got that to look forward to tonight, probably. Uh, but let's talk about Crown Jewel because it's positively wrestling. We're going to end on a positive note because I tell you, this was by far the best of the Saudi Arabia shows by a Country Mile. Yep. It was from start to finish, very entertaining. Every match was at least, uh, I would say, good B plus quality. Yeah, some of them, some of them being A and A plus and S ranked tier, just amazing. Um, we had a kickoff show tag team match uh, with the Usos taking on the Hurt Business. Uh, now, was this a title match or was it just a tag match? I
1: didn't... It was just a tag match. Just it was a, l- a little weird because they're both heels and the Usos were playing face.
0: Yeah, interesting. Yeah, a little unusual. Um, but uh, the Usos do pick up the victory. Uh and uh I unfortunately didn't get to watch this because my time was a little bit constrained today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you think of the match itself? It's the yeah. one I can't really speak to.
1: It, it it was good, it was solid. I it I I think it was a hey, who do we have in the back? Let's mm-hmm. put them on on the pre-show because the Usos were there for the spot later with uh Roman and the Hurt Business came out to help Bobby Lashley. So I figured they had them in the back. Let's put them together, and that's kind of why we got this weird heel versus heel match. Um, but it, it was good, as as you know, not match of the year, but yeah. you know what is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, it was very solid, very fast paced. Crowd was into it; they loved the Usos. Um, and so yeah, worth going back and looking at. Okay, it. I'll definitely go back and check it on out. Peacock. Can you even do that on
0: Peacock? I don't even oh, know. Oh, I, I don't even know. I don't yeah. even know if I can. Um, we kick off the show proper with the Hell in a Cell match. little surprised that mm-hmm. they went number with this in the number one spot. But, uh, wow, this was a great match. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was very good. This was really, really good. Edge and Seth just really tore it up. The spot that Seth took. Being tossed against the cage and then then falls through the table on the rebound. Yep, never seen that before. That was something new. I really appreciated they were able to give us something new. Yep, as because as we talked about last week, you know, we didn't really expect anybody getting on top of the cage or any big spots like that, given Edge's you know repaired Mm -hmm. neck. Um, But uh, no, they they and I will say this, and somebody else pointed this out on Twitter that I I saw just a little short while ago that this trio of matches that they had was a good example of how you escalate the matches in a storyline and use the hell in a cell stipulation as the final point correctly, Mm -hmm. you know, you build to, and then you, for the blow off match, it's hell in a cell. It's like, okay, you did it right. Not like, the Randy Orton and edge thing where you started with this crazy stipulation match. And then it was okay. Just a regular wrestling match
2: for number right.
0: two. <laughs> right. It's like you, you de-emphasize the build in that one. Yeah. Um, but no, this was just done so well Went almost 30 minutes, but was entertaining the whole time. Yep. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I had no problems with it
1: at yeah. all. And and like you, I loved that spot. It was just, it was something creative. Yeah. Um And, I don't want to say safe, relatively safe. I, I mean, compared to things we've seen before. Oh yeah. Um, in in these matches, it was relatively safe, and I have no doubt Seth could pull that off and probably not get hurt. Um, yeah, and, and it looked great. It yeah. looked great. Uh, yeah. So I love that spot. And um, did we tie? Um, mm. I got lashley wrong you okay. got goldberg right? right we called goldberg on that one okay right um but, but you called brock right and you and called, I called roman, roman. Mm-hmm. and then everything else we had the same didn't yeah, we
0: yeah because we couldn't really the the king of the ringing um we did do uh xavier, xavier so we knew yeah. that
1: but um, then we both call shana
0: yeah, but we hadn't yeah. seen that she wasn't gonna be in it. Right. So it I did happen. call
1: Zelina to my friend Mark once you know, before the match started, but I we right. won't count that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you I believe get... we should end up still tying. So yeah, yeah. Um but yeah. But anyway, uh Mansoor against Mustafa Ali and this is a historic match. Yes. First time two Muslim performers went one on one on a pay per view event. Mm-hmm. WWE, so this was fantastic. Crowd obviously into this, yeah. Uh, Mansoor is over like Rover. Oh yeah. <laughs> as oh I like yeah. Say. Uh, and we even got a gold medalist get involved.
1: Yeah, uh, silver
0: medalist. Silver oh, medalist. Silver medalist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in karate. In karate, kicking the teeth down Ali's throat, basically. Yeah. Um this was this was good. This was great. This it team- was. It, I mean, they're both great. They're both great. Yeah. yeah. Again, you talk about people that need to be utilized more that have so much potential that for whatever reason um, now Mansoor has just, he's kind of newer to the main roster at this point mm-hmm. still, but Mustafa Ali, they've kind of been screwing up for a while. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and need yeah. to correct that. <laughs> but this but. is exactly the kind of
1: match we need more of on pay-per-views. With, yes. With, singles matches not based around titles with people who are not in the main event yeah um but with actual storylines behind them Uh, we used to get it all the time but that was when there were only three titles now we have a thousand titles and they have to cram as many as they can on every pay-per-view so everything's about a title now and i think it really it dilutes the product because you don't have a lot of of uh, variety in the stories
0: it almost seems like they would be serviced better if, because of all these titles that they have now, and some people have said unifying them, um, which I see an argument for that. I would love it personally, but because you have competing networks that would be sharing talent pool, or you know that kind of—I think that's what prevents a lot of that.
1: Plus, then you well, have- I just have the champions on both shows.
0: But again, that also puts bigger workload on the champions. You want to be the champion? That's true. But if you're going to put it on somebody like Brock, Mm -hmm. and that's more of a company call, not necessarily Brock's call. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's contracted for X amount of appearances, and that's how they do with him. So that that makes that a lot more difficult in those respects. Mm -hmm. But at least define like, okay, Kind of like the TV title. You know what I mean? Like, this is the title that gets defended on TV. The WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. Those are pay-per-views. This is the title that gets defended on TBS. Yes. The TNT title. Uh, but, <laughs> or the TBS title. Uh, well, I mean, the TNT title will be defended on TBS. I, I, I <laughs> guess. <what> it <laughs> yeah, it's not going away. I <laughs> mean, not- unless
1: they just defend it only on Rampage.
0: Uh, Well, I thought Rampage was moving to TBS as well.
1: They changed it. Oh, they changed. Rampage is staying on TNT. Oh, okay. Dynamite's moving. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I guess then technically, yeah, maybe it'll only be on Rampage. Um, may be a better hook to keep people coming back to Rampage. It would. Uh, But, you know, something like that to where you kind of define when championship matches happen instead of just... And, God, please, please get away with these This is the championship uh, qualifier or whatever it is. Championship contenders match. Contenders match. (laughs) Come on. Um, Which I thought was so, the whole thing, because that was what they called Bianca versus Charlotte. Was that, was a a, a championship contenders match. I'm like. No, no, they called uh, Becky and Sasha. Well, I think they did for Charlotte and Bianca too. I'm pretty sure, go back and watch. I'm pretty sure they announced that that as a championship contender's match. Oh, even though I made it a mental note that I wanted to talk about
1: it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I didn't I didn't catch that if that happened. I know they did with uh
0: Oh, no, 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 you're Sasha. right. No, 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 you're right because Charlotte Bianca was for the title. Yeah. Right. For no, the it's, title. It's, it's yeah. Sa- I was thinking of the, yeah, it's the <laughs> Sasha Becky. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's
1: she already weird. has a title shot coming up. So now yeah. she
0: gets <laughs> to lose it crown jewel doesn't matter. I still am number one contender. <laughs> right. <laughs> coming out of Crown Jewel. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't know, but
1: <laughs> or she was super number one contender.
0: Super mega number one <laughs> contender.
1: Yeah.
0: Um but yeah. But anyway, getting off on a rant here. Monsor wins. Mansour wins. That's our point. Mansour wins. Good job. Um <laughs> <laughs> good, job. good job. He did, he had a good job. Uh RK Bro defending the raw tag team titles against AJ and Omas. And um, the you know, RK bro starts to come out, and then Riddle's like, "Hold on a second. He goes to the back, and at first, I was like, "Oh, he's grabbing another scooter, to right?" To Randy, and then he kept taking longer. And I was like, in my head, I was like, "Nope, he's coming out on a camel," and that's exactly <laughs> what he did. <laughs> yep, a dromedary. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. one humped camel. Mm-hmm. Um, but very cool spectacle. I thought that was it was neat. It was awesome. Uh, yeah took a little while to get out there and get down to the ring it was like an undertaker entrance uh, yeah <laughs> but I mean they're not racing the camel down there so it's understandable but why, um, why why does aj even
1: start in the ring in these matches why tag in at all exactly
0: <laughs> hang back go sit with the announcers why Omos just destroys everything yeah I don't understand oh. They're going to have to address that at some point. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they really, mm-hmm. really
0: are. Uh, but we go about nine minutes here. RK bro picking up the win, of course, with an RKO and then the floating bro on to AJ for the, the, victory. the
1: A very predictable RKO that I saw coming about 30 seconds ahead of time. And <laughs> they, they were just putting it over as the most shocking RKO of all time. He'd done it before from that position. Yes. Oh. To the point where, in in other matches after he had done it, AJ was seeing it coming, <laughs> and
0: yeah. so yeah, okay, but
1: yeah,
0: Bro win. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. We had uh, the first of the tournament finals, and this was for the Queen's Crown. Uh, Zelina Vega taking on Dewdrop, which we again we called Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. uh, winning, but it was Dewdrop that picked up the victory. Um, by reversing the Carafunda collection to a pin, no one's ever done that before. Uh, yeah, but anyway, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> but but I like Dewdrop, so I was fine with her. In the finals, I just yeah, uh, her beating Shayna is what I have more of the problem with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this build with Shayna, and then nope, cut it right from under your legs. Yep. Um, but speaking to that, as I mentioned earlier about the losing all the time and then being world champion eventually, Zelina mm-hmm. Vega had not won a match since returning back to the wwe and then she goes on a tear to become the queen of the ring basically. she won the
1: one against Liv, where carmella helped her okay, okay. a couple weeks before the tournament started but before okay. that she hadn't won any yep. hadn't
0: won any so she was like one yeah. in like nine or something yeah something crazy and then she comes back to go on a tear and then defeat dewdrop in i'm sorry not a very believable way i I'm not mad at Zelina Vega being queen because it fits her character. Yeah. I wish the final wouldn't have been against Dewdrop. Yeah. I and mean, not Shayna either. Obviously, that would have been horrible. Right. If she'd have been Going over <laughs> yes. on Shayna. But she didn't need to be getting a victory over Dewdrop at this point. Right. But the way dewdrop has been presented. Yeah. This should have been a squash and queen Doudrop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Impressive that she did the sunset bomb
0: yeah. on Dewdrop. And, and um, kudos to Dewdrop because there's no way she does that without her help. Right. Yeah. Um and make it look that good. Dewdrop, you know, got some air and really mm-hmm. made the flip look great, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. know, the first time she went for it, I wasn't sure if that was a mess up and recovery. Oh. Or if it was intended to be that way. I was like, oh, I don't know if she's gonna be able to do that to her. Right. Um, but no, they did it in the end, and that, that part was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was just, ah, I just have a hard time with the way the match planned out. And again, they only got five and a half minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I'm Almost I'm six. Yeah. She said seconds so away
0: from six. Yeah. They gave them half the time they gave the entire other tournament. Um, right. To uh,
1: <laughs> Half the time they gave them the entire, what? Half the time they gave the other entire tournament. What does that mean? The other entire tournament, the men's tournament?
0: No, no, the queen, the whole queen's quest tournament before that. So oh, oh, so like the, some the previous, about, yeah, about twelve oh, oh. minutes. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> totally. The other tournament,
1: like... the other tournament's the kingdom I League meant tournament. other
0: part of the tournament.
1: Oh, okay, the previous rounds.
0: Yeah, um, okay. So at least they gave them more time.
1: <laughs> but yeah.
0: anyway, yeah. but I mean, congr- it, it, again. It's
1: it's a better fit for Zelina's character. Yes.
0: Character wise, it's number one. The right call between these two.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. It was just from a competition standpoint and the way they've been presented on TV, Mm -hmm. a contradictory outcome. She should have had
1: the cheat to do
0: it. Yes. The clean victory is kind of where it really makes it
2: eh, really
0: off. Maybe sneak, sneak the scepter down
1: to the ringside and then hit her with the scepter or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But,
0: But anyway, still congratulations to Zelina Vega still. You know, proud of her and happy for her to be the queen. Um, and again, props to Dewdrop. Again, get again, these are women who are getting to perform in Saudi Arabia. That is a big accomplishment on its own. Yep. Um, and I can't think of her name, but kudos to uh referee, the female That's referee. The car. Yeah. Kudos to her as well. Getting yep. to ref the hell in a cell match, too. Yeah. Go girl. Um yep. Let's move in, Right for this. Uh, we had Goldberg versus Lashley in a no DQ match. And here's also a funny thing. Some stipulation changes at the last second. Yeah. So it gets announced that Goldberg and Lashley is not only no DQ, but they're making it false count anywhere. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. And then they say that um, Lesnar and Reigns is also going to be no DQ. But then on the pre-show... They come back and say neither of them have any interest in a no DQ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, <laughs> the 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 most straightforward
1: way to get out of a stipulation ever. And I, man, I guess didn't I want guess, to.
0: And I guess what it was like, oh, just make it no no D, no DQ, and then they're like, but we have the we have the ref spot planned. <laughs> so without that, why would the Usos not just come down from the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> so. That might be why they backtracked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, so Goldberg uh, defeats Bobby Lashley. He did not murder him. He did not murder him. No. Um, We'd get plenty of kendo sticks, a couple of table spots, spears galore, (laughs) jackhammer. Um, This was pretty much how I thought it was going to pan out. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately. It I was fine, though. It was fine. I would have preferred, even though I called Goldberg to win, I would have preferred Bobby Lashley. Oh, of course. To yeah. win. Yeah. Um. But, oh well. Can't have them all. <laughs> uh, clearly not. But yeah, like I say, it was standard. It was good. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It didn't overstay its welcome. Uh, It was only like 11 minutes. So, mm-hmm. not bad. Let's get to the finals of the King of the Ring. Because... The sentimental favorite does win. We have King Xavier Woods. I popped huge for this.
1: Finally, they actually listened and gave the audience (laughs) what they wanted. wanted. Do this more. It doesn't have to be every match. Just when the time feels right, the moment feels right. That's when you do it. Finn doesn't look weak during this either. I was surprised that he just straight up beat him clean. Yeah. Just straight up beat Finn Balor, because he's supposed to be, Finn is supposed to be
0: kind of built for a main event slot on Raw. Yeah. Primed for that. And he's going, I think he's still going to be. Mm-hmm. And again, like we said last week, I think Finn is also the type of guy that would be like, I don't need the crown. <laughs> oh, of course. yeah, And be like, I'm more than happy to put over Xavier. Mm-hmm. I think he's that type of guy. I don't think yeah. he has an ego, is what I'm saying. I think right backstage... He's there for what's better for everyone. And yep. in this moment, Xavier as the king is the, is the right call. Yep. And they did it, and I was so happy, so happy that they did it. And that.
1: I do think Xavier is one of the few faces who can make this work yeah. without, without coming across as a heel.
0: Yeah, because he can he can do because he sits there. <laughs> he says, I rule this. We do what I want now. Camera cuts to me when I want it. Yeah, and if it, and if it was a heel saying that, it'd be like, oh, we hate you, boo, boo, yeah. boo. But it's Xavier. It's right. gonna be hilarious. Yeah, and you throw Kofi in there with that. Yeah, gonna be tremendous. Gonna be tremendous. Yeah, um, rolling from one new day brother to another. We got Biggie taking on Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. And uh, this is a good match too. Yeah. It was These good. two had a great match. A, a um, little
1: more formulaic, kicking out of each other's finishers and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. And yeah, this is as we were talking about finishers being, or, I mean, the kicking out of finishers a little too often. This yep. kind of relied on that trope.
1: And once Drew kicked out of Big E's, you knew Big E was going to kick out of Drew's. It's the way it always has to work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we get to the finish, we get the tease of a, Big ending off the top rope. I don't know if it was a, no, we're not going to do this, or if that's how it was supposed to happen. with right. Drew fighting back, but it ends with a, a kind of what was it like a almost like a spinning backbreaker up into the <laughs> uh, into the big ending big ending, mm-hmm. uh, which looked great. Biggie mm-hmm. picks up the victory, clean win, clean win. Uh, Drew of course Thumb, moving to thumbs SmackDown
1: up from yeah. Drew at the end.
0: Yep. Yeah, Um, Drew will be moving to SmackDown. Going to be probably one of the number one guys to go after Reigns.
1: Yeah, I I still think he'll be the guy to 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 dethrone him, but it might end up being
0: Brock. We'll see. We'll see. Um, But uh, next we had the triple threat match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch defending her title against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. This was good. It was. This was good. This was good. I, I will say I'll be very I'll be transparent and very fair. We did have a few stumbles here and there where it looked mm-hmm. like the, they're, they just weren't all on the same page yet. Yeah, yeah. And I think that comes, and I don't mean to call her out, more on Bianca being inexperienced in triple threat matches mm-hmm. and the timing. Mm-hmm. But you know again not a detriment to the match overall it was just no. something that I was aware of when watching
1: they might have um, been nervous to be in Saudi Arabia too that could have been that part
0: of it. again that can easily be a factor um yeah. but uh but no great match going back and forth I like the finish I did with you know because we figured Becky's going to win I yeah. like how they did it she used the rope which was legal to do in a triple yeah. threat match but still gives her that even though she's definitely not be she's definitely not a heel. I don't care what they say <laughs> Becky Lynch is not a heel. She
1: she she doesn't portray like one, not usually.
0: The crowd isn't treating her like one and they're not portraying her as. Well
1: one. this crowd cheered everyone that they knew.
0: Well that's true. That yeah. True. That's this
1: true. this crowd again I t- uh, said earlier this crowd was just happy to be there. Everything got a this is awesome chant. They rang the bell for Seth and Edge and they started chanting this is awesome. i I went
0: back i saw your tweet what was it (laughs) need to teach him how to say this is just okay (laughs) yeah this this is pretty
1: good this is pretty
0: good (laughs) because they
1: were chanting it during xavier and finn which was pretty good
0: (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah now Uh, to be fair it did seem sasha got a major reaction coming out becky got one bianca's not as big yeah because they don't know her as much yeah they're just not as familiar yeah. with her that, yeah um, they cheer
1: who they know but I mean, yeah. they were
0: singing sasha's song with yes. her which was awesome yeah. hell and then yeah let's go yeah. Becky, yeah becky 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 mm-hmm. um but no these three ladies tore it down yeah and there were several points where i was like is this the finish no no they're keeping going they're still going yeah.
1: i thought uh, sasha was gonna win at the end when she yeah. started to throw, throw i was like uh, oh
0: is we're gonna get that the kod and she throws her out and takes yeah yeah uh, man it was it was so, so uh, tough to call. Mm-hmm. It kept me guessing at the very end. Yeah. Uh, which is good. It's what we want. Yeah. Uh, but they gave him 20 minutes. And I mean, second longest match mm-hmm. outside of Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Um, so congratulations to the ladies.
1: If only they'd give more time to the women on the undercard.
0: Yeah. Or Not the, just women, the main eventers. Yeah. And more time to the undercard on, on TV as well Mm -hmm. not just Mm pay-per-views yeah oh yeah Um, i meant in
1: general oh you meant Mm -hmm. in general okay
0: yeah Mm -hmm. um but then we had roman reigns defending his universal championship against brock lesnar and this was very
1: well done it was it was a lot of fun very well done
0: yeah uh reigns and brock know each other very well in the ring now so they're able to the match, just, it's seamless. It feels yeah. like a natural dance. It's very nice between these two big hulking guys. That, and it's believable. No matter who's yeah. beating up on who, you buy it. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they sit there and they square off, and you're like, Roman's not that much smaller than Mm-mm. Brock. He nope. really isn't. Uh, Brock kind of makes up for that in the massiveness. Right. And God, did he look in shape. Oh, He looked in better shape than he has in several years. I think yeah, I was still waiting for Shang Tsung to accompany him to ringside. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely looks like a Mortal Kombat final boss. Uh, Goro. He looks like Goro. He does look like Goro. Yeah. And like with the beard and the, the ponytail the thing, mm-hmm. Yeah. He just looks, again, like the beast that he is. Yeah. Um, but no, the match was great. We get the the F5 ref bump spot. Uh not yeah really, that that's the one thing that's I, the I one was thing it wasn't really that. original. <laughs> well and
1: and like what idiot ref this is Charles Robinson. Like he would know what's coming and not to stand so freaking close.
0: And he's short enough to where he shouldn't have to duck much. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he jumps to take the bump. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why is little Nate jumping? <laughs> um but shout out to Little Nate. Charles Robinson, you're the man. Uh, he's been in the business for forever, man. Charles Robinson. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to the show. Oh, no, 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 totally not. But anyway, uh, no, great match. Love at the end. Heyman being torn. He's holding the belt. Like, what's he going to do? And I love the ambiguity. They keep going with this. And he, like, even before the match, the little promo backstage, I'm going to be entering with the Universal undisputed reigning defending champion, my tribal chief, Roman Reigns. And at the end of the match, I'll be leaving with universal undisputed reigning champion. Thank you very much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, oh. and then we get them throwing the belt and it's in between the two of them. And he shouts, you know what to do with it. You know what to do with it. To. And it's like, oh. and then of course they fight over the belt. The Usos come down, Reigns gets it, clocks Lesnar, gets the one, two, three. And uh, at the end, you've got Heyman going up looking, having again, that kind of look on his face like, was that supposed to happen? Yeah, he didn't look pleased. (laughs) Yeah, so it's, it's uh, they're they're doing this very interesting. And that's why I I really think, I'm going to say it now, your Royal Rumble winner this year. Brock Lesnar. I think the Men's Royal Rumble will be Lesnar's to win, to go on to face Reigns at Mania with Heyman in a shark cage. <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. Above the ring. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. You know. Um, but yeah. I th- Or just a turn for Heyman to turn mm-hmm. on Reigns. Mm-hmm. M- maybe who knows? I don't know, but I'm loving it. I, I want more. Yep. I know we're going to get a break from that probably for now for now um, due to Brock's limited commitments that he has on his contract, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I will be eager when we get to the road to WrestleMania, especially if I'm right about the rumble. Yeah. We'll be moving into Roman and Biggie. Yeah. For, for a survivor series. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if, Brock doesn't win the Rumble. I still kind of expect it to be him and Reigns at Mania. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Can always have a, a challenger for the other belt win the Rumble. Yeah. So
0: we will see what happens. But yeah, that was Crowd Jewel overall. Fantastic show. Yeah, I thought it was Fantastic. great. Uh, again, one of their better pay-per-views this year. Mm-hmm. Definitely the best Saudi Arabia show they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kudos to everybody. Hopefully, no travel problems coming back, <laughs> and tonight's yeah, SmackDown yeah. won't be affected. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, okay. yeah, that's pretty much everything for our show. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about in the week? Uh, or want to talk about some of the upcoming stuff that's going on this week yeah. for women's wrestling?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this this ends our last regular show. Well, I won't say regular show, but the last show of our original format. So mm-hmm. uh, thanks for coming along for what we've done so far. And we really hope you follow us into the next chapter of Positively Wrestling. And so we've got women's wrestling coming up this week. Lots of good stuff coming up. So in WWE, right, we've got the whole the whole mystery. What's gonna happen with the raw title? What's going to happen with the SmackDown title? Yeah I'm sure we'll have we'll have something regarding that to talk about next week. Uh, we'll have the stardom tag league tournament to start talking about uh over on aew i know on rampage we've got uh, Britt baker versus anna j mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. um
1: they, uh, as far as i know they haven't announced anything for dynamite as far as women go
0: not that in. i know of it at, as of this time
1: okay um we've got uh of course impact Big pay per view this weekend. We've got the return of the Inspiration, formerly the Iconics. Yep, they're going to be challenging for the Impact Tag Team Championships against Decay, uh, who's Jessica Havoc and um, my girl Rosemary. Rosemary, yeah. uh, and then we've got uh, Diana Perazzo defending the Impact Women's Championship against Mickey James. So mm-hmm. we'll be talking about that next week. Um, NWA. Power next week is an all-women's episode. Perfect timing. Thanks yes. for that, NWA. Uh, on Ring of Honor's Women Division Wednesday, we've got an NWA Women's Tag Titles match Ooh. on Ring of Honor as uh, The Hex, Sienna and Marty Bell defend against The Allure, Mandy Leon and Angelina Love. So that's on Wednesday. Um, we've got the return of Shine. Shine yeah. Women's Promotion has an event this Sunday. So we'll be talking about that. We're going to talk about as much women's wrestling as we can find a way to watch. Yeah. Um, So if you love women's wrestling, if you love supporting women's wrestling, um, and if you want to support a show that's doing something a little different, come along.
0: Yeah. We'd love to have you. And And I'll... Yeah. I would say also, just to clarify, just so you do know, if you already subscribe to our show, you don't have to do anything different. Right. We're not going to, it's not going to be a different podcast feed. You you have the same thing. It downloads automatically. If you're subscribed through like Apple or whatever, it'll just be the new show in place of this one. You don't have to do anything different to stay with us. If you're already with us, you're good to go. Um, But also, yeah, we'd love the support. We want you to come along on this journey with us and grow with us. Uh, Please do. Uh, As always, we got to end with one thing we loved. What was it for you, Steve? NXT UK.
1: We had my two favorites going Ooh. at it. We had Zia Brookside taking on Aaliyah James. Aaliyah James gets her first win in NXT hey. over Zia Brookside, um, who looks to be starting a little heel turn. That um, oh, was NXT. We've got plenty of that to talk about next week, too. We've got the, the tag ladder match. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Plenty of stuff women's and tag ladder match
0: the raquel versus mandy
1: mandy rose yeah yeah so there's a lot going on this upcoming week in women's wrestling so it's going to be a fun show but yeah Aliyah james finally getting a win in nxt over zaya side and yeah that little heel turn uh she she's very zaya is very very um she she's a good girl she comes she just comes across as a very nice sweet girl so a heel turn from her it's going to be really interesting so looking forward
0: to seeing how that develops. Excellent, excellent. uh, for me, what I loved this week, gotta give a shout out to the music video for the inspirations new oh, theme song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um like shout out to uh Jesse McKay and Cassie Lee that that it's incredible they're they're supremely attractive women and (laughs) they just look great i can't wait to have them back on tv uh the former iconics (laughs) the
1: the letter they sent last week or maybe two weeks ago
0: yes uh, on impact
1: that was the most entertaining thing on the whole show they weren't even on it and somehow they were the best part of the show yes so i'm i'm ready for them to be back
0: and I, i i'm really excited for this tag match. i love the contradiction in styles you have yeah the dichotomy yeah yeah it's so great with rosemary and havoc versus the inspiration couldn't be more different yeah so i am i'm looking forward to see how they how they book this match if the inspiration is going to take the titles away how how they're going to be presented in a new promotion yeah it's leaving wwe so really excited for that uh but yeah check out that music video it's hot (laughs) just saying it there Uh, you go Hey, it's the truth I'm just saying And it's a catchy tune It's a catchy tune I kind of like the new theme It it is Um, a catchy tune But yeah, that's going to do it for us here Again, reach out to us, please We'd love to hear from you Uh, How do you feel about our format change? Are you excited? Are you happy? Are there particular women's wrestlers That you want to hear us talk about Or give our thoughts on? Let us know Uh, Any other promotions out there that we're unaware of let us know we'll try to get as much in as we can but you can reach out to us again by email at poswrestlecast at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at pause or plus wrestlecast uh that's p-l-u-s wrestlecast you can find me at timothy k you can find steven at bizarro doom you can find us on facebook just search for the positively wrestling podcast Uh, Yeah. So we're going to see you next week. Uh, It'll be a brand new day. Don't forget the special episode on Tuesday. Again, automatically download for you. If you're already subscribed, a retro review of WWE evolution, enjoy the weekend's wrestling events and next week as well. Lots of stuff. That's going to be pretty awesome to watch Halloween havoc NWA empower episode. Ah, it's going to be great. You guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week on Positively Wrestling Evolved.
1: Matane.